Ladies and gentlemen, it is August 25th, 2019. Like I just have my water bottle in front of there. And uh, today is Reflections 59, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, the audio quality might be a little bit fucked today because I have my, my phone is so dead. I don't want to wait for it. So I said, fuck it. We're going to put the laptop up. It has a little bit of a buzz. Hoping this doesn't get picked up. Hoping I can fix it in post-production. But if I don't, that is what you're hearing on the left. So it's going to be a little bit, instead of like the hand or the phone, I'm going to be looking at a laptop for a little bit. Um, yeah, anyways, got back from the beach today. today I, I literally went to the, to the beach for the first time in like four years or something. It was fun. I enjoyed myself. But uh, it is time to reflect. And uh, I actually did this. I did most of this yesterday just to get the heavy lifting out of the way because I knew I was going to be pretty tired come today. So... Anyways, I'm hyped on caffeine right now. Might have a little bit more throughout this episode even, but uh, highly related to a lot of today's topics that I'll be talking about. Anyways, without further ado, um, let me introduce Reflections. Reflections is a weekly episode where at the end of the week, I get on camera and I, after I'm done reflecting I on my week, I get on my camera and I talk on video and audio about my week, what I learned, my takeaways, what I went through, what worked, what didn't, basically just like lessons, takeaways, experiences, etc. And I capture it on camera in the hopes that I can share it with you and you can use it in your own life as well as I want to timestamp this aspect of my history, this point, this week in my evolution, if you will. Anyways, I uh, hope today turns out to be an awesome episode. I got a lot of cool things to talk about and uh, without further ado, Let's get into it. What's been on my mind? The idea of working at Starbucks, like all aspects of it are just consuming me right now. Um, the idea of working at Starbucks, the mission, the culture, the history, the backstory, it's just so fascinating to me. I am honestly, this could probably just go and obsessed as well. I just love the idea of working at Starbucks. Lots of concern. Very strange. I realized a lot this week how much I worry. It's actually quite remarkable how much I spend time worrying on things I can't control right now. Um, mostly I, because of this like idea of a job and all these types of things that are going to be changing. Like, am I going to be able to fall through on commitments like Wooly, um, a wedding I'm going to, um, and like a show and uh, my my buddy's show that's upcoming. Yes, I can talk about that because it's going to be so late in terms of when this is actually airs because it's still private information. Um, yeah, there's just a lot that's going to be outside of my control and I have to be better at accepting that and that it's okay and not my ego just likes to fucking just it, be, it goes crazy and I'm just realizing how much it goes crazy right now. Um, financial situation for sure. Like I've, I have things set up in a way where I have control of it now. But it's still very on my mind and it's just like, let it's time to get out of this hole I've dug myself into. What were my favorite wins? Your boy has gotten a job. I got unofficially hired at Starbucks this week and I'm fucking pumped about it. Uh, so like some people might not think um, that Starbucks is like the greatest job or whatever. I don't give a fuck. I love it. I'm so excited about it. I could probably make more money doing other jobs like serving or like 
um, other service-based jobs, but I really fucking want to do Starbucks. I believe so much in their culture, so much in their mission. I want to interact with customers on an everyday basis. I want to work with coffee. I want to become obsessed with coffee. I've just held back this obsession for such a long time. I'm so fucking excited, okay? Like this just, I, I'm over the moon. I can't believe I'm saying this because it's like a job and I just never, I, I, I could not imagine like two months ago or even a month ago getting this excited over the idea of a job, but I'm so fucking pumped. And my manager, that uh, that did like quote unquote hire me in the spot although it's unofficial I still have to go through the interview process and check that official Starbucks box but she's basically like yo like when can you start training when can you start um, and yeah I'm she's such a fucking gangster like she's so cool she reminds me so much of myself um, almost like a female version of myself she's yeah she's really fucking cool I'm very excited to work with her and. Also, I was just so impressed with like how many kind people there were when I was going through and just introducing myself in person. Very impressed with Starbucks. Obsessed with the mission, obsessed with everything right now. Starbucks, I am so fucking excited to dive in. I cannot wait to start. I wanna start ASAP. <laughs> it's just, it's crazy to think about. Um, another win was just like going to each location introducing myself. After I did the application, I was like, hey, how's it going? My name's Josh. I applied online, I know you guys have um, applications always up and I was curious are you guys actually hiring some were, some weren't some were just figuring things out completely okay I'm so so grateful that I actually pushed through that though because I was absolutely shitting myself it was so scary but and then I just got easier and easier not that hard anymore another huge indirect win that comes from me getting a job is this idea that now I can work on pro bono work from Oxy Energetics and build success stories, build leverage and gain confidence around energy work. That gets me so excited. I am a little bit scared that people aren't gonna value it, but I'll still have to work through that and figure out um, just counteract to that. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm so fucking excited. And by the way, I am dropping F-bombs left, right and center on this episode already. Um, I have to change this to Starbucks. <laughs> I can't just be like, yo, come get your fucking frap real quick like this is not gonna work so i have to replace a lot of fucks with words like really and super and like because that's usually how i'm using fucking so uh two episodes posted slowly getting things there with content i'm so fucking behind right now it's redonkulous i also got out of the house a lot and i'll count that as a win because like i'm just I'm breaking a lot of patterns and I'm also getting in my final hangouts before I like have to balance Mox Energetics uh, content and Starbucks at the same time. And like, yeah, things are just gonna have to get all get tighter, especially and gym as well. So like social is definitely gonna get punted. Um, yeah. What worked? Allowing my intent to be known. I insert specifically with women, especially, I don't like that my intent is fully known. It feels like I am completely naked and that's not a great feeling to feel, feel completely naked, but uh, letting my intent be known speeds up the process of whatever I'm doing. So like the person's either going to um, vibe with my intention or not. And it just like makes things easier because it you can either pretend and then eventually find out how the other person feels or you can just speed up the fucking process and be direct with them and tell them, hey, like I'm into you, I am not into you, 
I am, I feel this way about you. I feel that way about you or I, whatever the situation is, but just being direct, I feel like is the right answer. Socializing a lot. See, this worked really well this week because I'm getting all my final socializations in. Is that a word? Anyways, I'm, I'm doing my final bit of socializing before I am super scarce with hours and I have to balance Moxie Energetics with content and with Starbucks and working out and whatever else I choose to fill in there. Maybe that's like girls or whatever. Don't know. Regardless, the point is I am just like packing it all into one right now. I did like four hangouts this week. That's like unheard of for me. It was enjoyable though. Had a lot of fun. After applying online to Starbucks, going in person to introduce myself. So when you're online, you're just like, you're just a piece of paper. You're just text. Okay. But when you go in person, they they associate you with a real person now. And you can see like your personality, the way you present yourself, how you hold yourself, all that jazz. And uh, I think I'm fucking great at that. So going in person was really fucking good. It helped a ton. Um, also have like, there's a here, let me just go through the list real quick. Going in and like having a reason why you're going in, very crucial. For me, it was finding out like almost like an external reason. Like it's not just about me. I just wanted to know if you guys are actually hiring because it sounds like my understanding is you guys have the job postings always up, but you're not necessarily hiring. So I just wanted to find out, are you guys hiring? And then, yeah, I had like a set that I had that kind of line and I just kept improving it each time. Um, I was always, always okay with fucking it up. Not necessarily from the start, but once I got that first, I was like, okay, it's not that big of a deal if I fuck up. And I was just like actively breaking patterns with this. Like it felt so good in so many areas. So it wasn't just jobs. I was just like, I was getting out of the house. I was talking to people I was scared to. Um, I was doing it anyway. That was another big thing. Like a huge thing that worked this week was feeling the fear and doing it anyway. Like I was feeling a ton of fear and I, and this is really completely related to breaking patterns. I was breaking my fears down. Um, I was terrified to text a girl about a specific topic. I did that. Um, I had to go through an uncomfortable uh, conversation that was unrelated. Um, I went through that. I introduced myself in person and I was shitting myself. Went through that. Um, yeah, there was a lot of just facing fears. Um, the mini interview I had to do, or I got more like I got to do, <laughs> that I got to do um, for Starbucks. That like that was like the pre-interview, if you will. Like that was scary as well. But like just continuously facing fears and attacking what scares me because the obstacle is the way. Oh, and on the note of facing big fears and doing them anyways, very key part of what helped me do that was subconsciously imagining the benefits of doing so and what happens if I don't. Those two types of energies right there, I just think are is what creates results in the end. Getting points of view from other people. Sometimes I can just get so wrapped up in my own head that I just lose sight of reality. And it's very helpful if I'm too deep in the forest to just get someone else's point of view that's on the outside. They might not be correct. It might be completely shit advice. And ultimately I want to follow my gut. That is the ultimate tell, if you will. And uh, at the same time, it's just useful to hear other people's perspectives. Perspective. So I got like multiple situations this week where I got uh, multiple, people's, multiple people's advice and it actually worked incredibly well. And I'm so grateful for those people for helping me out. Bless you guys. And related to this, asking for help. People want to help, okay? 
I, I need to remind myself of this. People want to help. Setting up energy work to be done on my Starbucks role, aka the job I want, like how I picture that, and then my relationship to that specific role. Um, both are things that you can work on energetically and uh, got mom to set up some stuff. So I, because if I'm setting it up, it's like I'm a little bit too attached to this specific thing. So it's just better if I can get someone else to do it. Anyways, worked great. After that was set up, things, things went quite swimmingly. So I'm grateful for that. Being good looking and being charismatic. And of course being likable. I feel like likable is also really completely related to those things. That really helps when applying, okay? I don't know what else to say. It is just the truth. We subconsciously do this, whether we like it or not. It is it is a reality. But here's the thing. This is not like some God-given thing. Like, anyone can be those things. So, actively seek that shit out. It's important as fuck. Keeping blinds and windows open while I sleep. I used to leave the window open, but the blinds closed. I really like the idea of keeping the blinds open right now. I don't know why. I used to be terrified of it. But right now, it's just super fucking nice. Gonna continue doing that. Mm, letting myself get obsessed with Starbucks. I love it. It's so much fucking fun. And I'm just grateful that I am allowing myself to be this obsessed about this. It's just, it feels great. I feel so alive when I, and I, when I am positively obsessed with something that means a lot to me. It just feels right. What didn't work and how can I improve it? procrastination on the final like task two three on my power list and it's just like i leave it all day like it's so silly i, I get really wrapped up in what it, like the what, first one two three things whatever that is and then like i'll just like leave the last little bit for the late late nights and then it ends up fucking my sleep schedule up but it's just so fucking silly so focus on getting that stuff done asap and then return to whatever i wanted to work on or whatever I was feeling like very inclined to work on after. It's not that fucking hard. Procrastination on going to see in person the Starbucks managers, the store managers, if you will, and introducing myself. So I thought it was going to be an in-person interview on the spot type of thing, or not even I thought. I was terrified that that was gonna happen. So I ended up just like pushing it off and just like preparing the interview and I just never felt like I was actually ready. So I just kept pushing it off, pushing it off. I pushed it off three, two days, two days, maybe three. Anyways, um, but it would just be better if I just prepared faster for the interview. I was more focused. I was more disciplined and deliberate with how I was spending my time and reminding myself that I'm never going to feel ready. I have this sometimes thing where I just try to be ready. I'm just I'm never actually going to be 100% ready and it's just better to just start. But I really wanted, I really wanted to do well for whatever, uh, whatever, whatever Starbucks I ended up choosing because I wanted a location that was local um, so I can bike um, and especially the ones I use. Meaning like I want to, I want to go work at a Starbucks that I use myself. Very important to me. Almost letting resistance stop me from getting a job. I was feeling so tired and so scared the day that I went in. So I went in on Thursday to just to apply or not apply everywhere to introduce myself everywhere. And at the Cineplex, the one, the Starbucks beside Cineplex, um, the store manager was not in and Darla, um, the lady that, uh, the, one of the partners there, she told me to come in at, in the morning the next day 
And I was just, I was like, oh my God, should I, can I just go to Moro? Like I was just like trying to rationalize all these type of things. And uh, I almost just didn't go that day. And that was the day where I ended up getting a few moments to talk to Jennifer. And she's like, yo, when can you start type of thing? So anyways, that, that almost happened. Um, and the action was, of course, don't allow this to be an option. Like, don't let your fucking, if you're a little bit tired or a little bit scared, stop you from taking an action that you know you should. Follow the gut. Follow the gut. And don't follow the head. Because <laughs> the, the head is where the resistance is, most likely. Trying to go into the Starbucks without practicing my opening lines, if you will. So obviously you're never gonna be ready, but at the same time, it is very helpful to prepare what you're about to say and just become natural in what you're about to say. So defining what specifically what you think you're gonna say, it doesn't need to be exactly like this, but just like having a general sense of what you're gonna say, kind of flow, just practicing it enough until it becomes natural enough where you can go in. And then being more okay with failure would really help with this. Um, being okay with making mistakes and then looking at it as a numbers game. Um, that I'm just realizing these actionables are more less about practicing the lines and more just about being okay with fucking up, if you will. But yeah, it is uh, it is just a numbers game and just like getting better each time. But uh, of course, just yeah, having having it down to where it feels slightly natural, I think would be most ideal. But again, don't go over that or else you'll just end up being a perfectionist and it'll be really silly. And yeah, trying to force a smile. I feel like even today, I just like, didn't always feel like smiling at the beach and I ended up smiling and I'm like, uh, I don't feel very authentic doing this right now. But maybe the, so like the action, well, I don't know if this is accurate this is a good piece of advice or not but this is what i threw threw down embracing a non-smile sometimes like it's okay to just not smile sometimes i'm not sure exactly how to do this um because i'm trying to just like be kindness all the time and it's tough for me because i don't always feel like smiling um it's not that i wish ill upon the other person or like anything like that i just don't always feel like smiling so Anyways, I, I feel like I just had to put down this, sh this like, I don't, I don't want to say show, but just like this pedestal of just being an all-time human being just through smiling all the time at people and just like be okay and accept myself for with not smiling, which feels so strange, but it is the truth. I just don't, yeah, I don't want someone to be on, go online and be like, oh, he's a fucking dick because he didn't smile back. It's just like, oh, I'm not gonna smile all the fucking time. That's a challenge for me, but it's going in better. Heard what didn't work. <laughs> Not stating my open availability with Starbucks right from the get. So this was like a lead value proposition. I don't know why I didn't start with it. So quick actionable, lead with what's in it for them and aim to solve their problem. Pretty fucking simple. Overly yaying, mm-hmm, and head nodding. Um, found myself doing that sometimes this week, especially in the interview or the pre-interview, if you will. Um, it's just better to just breathe deeply, handle the tension that is directly in front of you, bask in it, and listen very deeply and uh, respond when you think it's useful. Simple as that. Judging myself for having too long of a podcast. So like, 
editing reflections 52 solid episode um came out to be like 50 minutes or whatever i am like i don't want to fucking cut anything i just don't and yeah and i, I find myself like i was judging myself i was lowering my mood while i was editing because i'm like fuck this came out so long but the reality is like there's four hour podcasts and if it's good people will listen it's just i also just do struggle with like like is is it good probably not that good um considering that there's only 12 people that are subscribed to me right now on on youtube or something like that um of course i can see potential there i just know i'm not there yet and sooner or later there will be people like begging me to do hour-long podcasts but for right now it is it's just tough but um i have to remember that if it's good enough people will listen and I just have to get good enough at being good enough and not even, <laughs> that's so the wrong thought, not get good enough at being good enough, but get good enough at creating good enough content. Key. I'm good enough already. Overthinking, worrying, and stressing about things that I cannot control. I, di I had zero fucking clue how bad I was at this until this week. It just showed me that like, uh, I can, my ego likes to just freak the fuck out about a lot of stuff. And uh, it's pretty specific, actual focus on what I can control, get into motion and then detach from the outcome. The thing I especially want to focus on it. Okay. All three are absolutely crucial, but when you're in motion and you're focused on what you can control. And when I say you're in motion, you're working on, it doesn't necessarily need to, be, need to be work, but you are progressing in a specific area. You are moving forward. When you're moving forward, you don't give a fuck about anything and you're facing fears and you're accomplishing tasks and you are doing what you need to do or being what you need to be in order to get what you want to get. And uh, you're focused on what you can control in that situation. And it makes you feel like you're the outside control will just figure itself out. And then when you're in that type of place, you're detached from the outcome. So, I just, I just do think that's incredibly important to chilling yourself the hell out and living happily while achieving. There's literally no fucking point in stressing the hell out about a result. You, it, you're just slowing down the process of achieving that specific result you're looking for. It's much better to just come from a place of peace and detachment and just enjoyment of the process. Had coffee last Sunday with Zach and I drank too much wine. So, <laughs> yeah, it just affected my ability to communicate. So measuring out glasses clear would be way ideal and then just limiting myself and not going overboard. Because as soon as I hit like a certain th certain threshold or whatever, I was just like not able to listen and communicate to the highest degree that I would have liked to. Yeah, I don't like when I get to that place. And it wasn't drunk either. It was just buzzed. But it's still like I was just overly buzzed and I didn't like it. Being overly self-depreciating when I'm with people from my past. Um, I was with a few people from my past this week. Not even a few, multiple. Um, and I subconsciously do this when I'm with those type of people. It's not just like, yeah, it's just like a lot of high school. I don't know. It's just very strange. Anyways, the actionable here is absolutely trying to counteract it by any way possible, but also looping in my mind and thinking about the thought, I respect myself and focusing on respecting myself because like it just comes from a place of like when I didn't respect myself back in high school and all that type of jazz. So just trying to disrupt that pattern would be very valuable for me.
what were my biggest lessons? Use anchors to bring emotion from one area to another. For me, an anchor is dubstep. And when I think when I think of dubstep or I hear specific songs, I have feelings anchored to it. A specific song I'm thinking about right now is K9 Block. Like song is called Block, artist is K9. Amazing song. Heard it at Yo Sonic. I was losing my fucking shit with Daniel. And it was such a great moment, and it reminds me of just me going fucking mental with Daniel. We just went crazy. It was so much fun. And I love that song, okay? Like, it just gets me so hyped. I get all adrenaline boost. And there's tons of songs like that with Dubs Up. With, um, with Starbucks, I was fucking terrified of going to introduce, my, introduce myself. Like, literally an hour I spent in the car and walking around the mall in, like, total. And just freaking the fuck out mentally, trying to prepare myself. And uh, it was just a mess. So, by the way, first off... Start with, start with the application you care the least of your, or whatever the situation is. Start with whatever is the smallest fear, if you will, or the one that you care about the least. And, uh, yeah, then I made a motivational note, a note for like four minutes and it went really fucking well. So I got my intention in the right direction, if you will, my thoughts in the right direction. And then what got me that final bit there was transferring this emotion of not giving a fuck. And that's another key part that I forgot to mention. The dubstep is just like associated with not giving a fuck. Like I'm in the crowd, shooting my fucking finger guns everywhere, just going mental, looking like a complete crackhead. Little do they know, I'm sober as fuck. That is always such a high for me. Anyways, so I've just got like this great positive association and I brought it over because I started listening. I listened to this song. I'm like, oh my God, yes. This just feels so fucking good. And I was just jamming in the mall on the bench, like awkwardly just like head bopping. I really probably should have just went a little bit crazier to like help me to not carry him further and get myself even deeper into that state, but I didn't get there. But that's a, that's a, a lesson for the future. Anyways, so I, I went to that song, I, I got pumped up enough and then I was like, fuck it, let's go. I went, I did the, the first tour um, and it was fucking scary, but I did it. And I just like to thank Dubstep for helping me get there. And I did this for each store and I almost tried to like get my, my ego tried to get me to stop each time, but like canine block, just playing in between each, as I was driving between each store and I'm, it just helps so much. So I'm super, super glad I did that. If it's a digital application, try to make it as physical as possible. So for me, this manifested in a few different ways. First things first, everything on Starbucks application process is online. So I, I found out a good reason to go in and introduce myself and to say, Hey, I don't know if you guys are actually hiring, but I just wanted to make myself, I didn't say this, but I was like, I want to make myself real. Excuse me. And, uh, yeah, just cause there's, you can just be a number when you're online. But so I had conversations with the partners there and, uh, whether that was like a store manager, a supervisor, or just like, um, a partner that told me to come back when the store manager was in type of thing. Shout out Darla. And uh, <laughs> Darla is, by the way, one of the one of the partners who helped me uh, land the job. So grateful for her. She was so sweet. My God. Anyways, so um, where was I going with this? Let me look, catch my thoughts real quick on these notes. Um, yeah, allowing them to see my genuine nature, um, allowing them to see my smile my care, my, how I handle myself, how I hold myself. Um, 
the subconscious cues, if you will, all types of things like that, that you cannot get in a resume or a cover letter or the application online. So anyways, that was super helpful. And I also dressed up. So that was key as well. Just like these little types of things that just add up. Um, and as soon as I got out of the car, I knew that was part of the interaction. That was another lesson as well. Like, and I blocked, I purposely parked a decent amount of way as well. Um, a decent amount away as well. So I could get around in a way where, um, I knew exactly when my, when I was going to be on, I was going to be part of their vision, if you will. So I had like a specific, a specific amount of time where it was all like presentation, if you will, and like in an authentic, in an authentic, in an authentic way. <laughs> Fuck. Anyways, you get what I'm saying there. And then the other key part was like having a paper and paper resume and cover letter to just hand them, even though it was, it was a digital process, but it was great to just get that in person. And I handed that to Jennifer and she was like, she read it and I was like, Oh my God, yes, it's actually working. And uh, also pretty paper. And uh, she was super impressed by it all. Um, yeah, made just, yeah, it just made a big difference. Just trying to stand out in positive ways, identify a pain point for a company, solve it, and they will give you a job. So this manifested for me in a funny way. So first thing I was from the, from the get, I was just applying for a complete availability. And, um, as I went into the first Starbucks, Kevin, the man, um, the store manager at that place, he said, like, what's your availability? And I said, full available, like complete availability is what I checked off online. And the girl beside him was like, you're hired. And I was like, okay, wait, first of all, my wheels started turning. I'm like, Hey, was that like a joke or was that serious? Like, what was that type of thing? And, um, it planted the seed of like, okay, open availability must be very important. And I wish I prioritized this in my speech, if you will, the opening lines, if you will. But anyways, um, they, Starbucks has this challenge where they have all these students and I was even talking to Stephanie or not Stephanie, what am I saying? Jennifer. I was talking to Jennifer, my manager, um, and she was telling me like the challenges, they have all these students that are all going to school and they have limited schedules. So it's just like a lot of conflicting stuff and they can't get the hours they want. Um, plus like there's like they're younger, so they can't go above 20 or like, so, there's a bunch of like challenging things like this, but because I have open availability and their challenges, they need people like me, I am solving this by applying. And like, I can be that wild card that they need. I can be that flexible person that they desire. So that's, uh, that really helped. And like that helped me overcome lack of connections that helped me to overcome, um, lack of education and all that jazz. They, I'm just solving a specific problem that they require. And I think that's true in any area. You just have to figure out what that specific challenge is. And that's, that's usually the hardest part, but if you can, and you can solve it, you're fucking golden. All right. So this next one is nothing new, but it is a forever ongoing reminder that things are never as scary in the real world as they are in my mind, in my ego, ego's painting, if you will. Um, yeah, my ego can paint some fucking scary ass things. And when you face those fears, they are rarely as scary as they end up being in your head. Um, they end up being quite great actually. So, and if it, even if it does end bad, it's never really as bad 
as the ego painted it out to be. So it's just a reminder to just tackle the fucking fears, go after what you want. It's never as scary as you think it is. And after you'll look back and think, wow, this was fucking easy. I wish I did this sooner. My subconscious will guide me if I just put myself in the situation. So I can sometimes overthink like the words involved in types of conversations and interactions and stuff like that. The reality is it just doesn't fucking matter. Um, if I place myself in the situation, I will be fed the words. And I forget this. It might not be perfect. I might make errors and I have to just detach from that and just remind myself that it's okay just to allow as best as possible for the words to be fed because they will be fed. I can work, work with the environment. Um, it is ideal to have a backup plan that really alleviates a lot and allows the flow to, to happen much easier because you're like, you just know, like if all else fails, you have a backup plan. So that's helpful. But yeah, the creative problem solving takes over and, um, we are both adapting to the conversation as it goes. I have to also remember that it's not just me adapting. It's them. It's a two way street. So it's not just like I can come into the conversation with like a complete plan or I can remember that a conversation is an ongoing ever, ever like it's, it's evolving. It's a flow. It's, um, it's not linear in nature. It's adaptive. It's a ping pong. It's not just like fucking shooting a machine gun. Um, yeah. And also just reminding myself that it doesn't matter that much. Um, and like when I'm in those type type of mindsets where I just don't care as much and I'm more detached from it, then I am much more able to just chill and uh, allow whatever words feel right to, to say and uh, not overthink it as much because like, yeah, many times I just do, I just do overthink things and I don't put myself in specific situations. So uh, and, and mostly because I like to think I have that, have to have the perfect words or whatever. And it's just, it's just not the case. Like when I was doing this with the, with the Starbucks partners and managers, I had some words, but like, I was just ping ponging with them and adapting to how it was going instead of, and just like having some backup plans, but just allowing, and it's okay to make mistakes as well. And again, the main point being you will figure it out. Your subconscious will guide you. My subconscious knows what the fuck to feed me. And the better I can get at allowing that to happen, the better. Use deliberate walking and vocal patterns to change your internal state for the better. So I was freaking the fuck out before each time I was going to, in, I was going inside a Starbucks to introduce myself to the partners. Terrifying. But each time, I had a fucking badass walk. I felt good. I was confident. I walked extra confident. And when I walk extra confident, I feel more confident inside. In addition to that, handling my voice, okay? I'm deliberately changing the vocal tonality, the speed, slowing myself down, and just talking a little bit lighter, a little bit slower. That calms me down. Or I can go fucking fast and yell, and it's just like, I can feel it on the inside. It's very different. So anytime you're doing any of those things, you're influencing yourself. So choose what you're going to do and why, why and when, and be very purposeful about what you're choosing. And, uh, it's going to help influence whatever you're looking for in that situation. Um, yeah. And also it's funny that I mentioned that I sound so much more scared in my head than I do outside. Like I've listened to recordings where I thought I was like 
fucking shaking in my voice. No, I, I don't actually. It's strange. I, I obviously do shake at times in my voice, but like reflections where I've felt like cracked out on caffeine, nothing. Like it's so strange. I don't get it. At the end of an interaction, get a next step or an actionable or a commitment and also get an expected end time or a, a date of completion or something like that. Very fucking crucial, crucial. So in my experience this week, I learned a painful lesson, which is I didn't do this specifically the end time part of it. I got a next step, but I didn't get an expect expected date of completion. So here's the situation <laughs> as I was pre-interviewed, if you will, um, we had an awesome back and forth, Jennifer and I, and then she told me she was going to handle the online stuff. And I, I assume she is doing that right now. And, uh, I'm just sitting here stressing the fuck out, um, terrified that she saw my, and like she will call me and email me, but I'm so fucking scared that she saw that I have not completed high school. And I'm so scared that this is having a negative impact. This is not rational whatsoever. Like she fucking loved me. She, and we're like, so up each other's type of alleys. Like the way she thinks about the world, very similar to me. It just doesn't make sense what my ego is throwing at me. But that's beside the point. I'll talk about this more in challenges. What I should have get gotten instead is asked, Hey, do you have any idea when you'll be calling and emailing? Because now I have to follow up and that makes an, an, another interaction. And I didn't want to seem like aggressive in nature and following up again. But I'm just really fucking want this job, man. I really want to work specifically there. That'd be fucking awesome. And, uh, yeah, this is just a huge tip with every interaction. Do this. Get, get them to make a commitment, get them to agree to a next step that they're going to do, and then get them to also agree to a date that they're going to have it done by. That creates that accountability. And if you want to take this one step further, tell them you're going to plug it into a calendar, actually do that. And then if it's uh, to bonus that even further, if it's a shared calendar, let them know that it's with other people. So they just have a lot of accountability and this will like improve their, if they have are true to the word at least. Um, and people don't, people want to be true to their word and remain consistent. So it's just a, it's a commitment and consistency, it's consistency thing as well. But, uh, yeah, hope you can apply this somewhere and I'm going to make sure I do this from here on in. What challenges did I experience? Okay. So much worrying and stressing craziness. I didn't realize how much I worry and stress until this week. It was ridiculous. Um, I, I, t I was told I had the job and like unofficially had the job. I'm, I might, even as I say this, my brain is just like trying to find ways that I don't have the job. Um, it's crazy. It's just like, I hate your resistance. It's so fucking crazy. Anyways. So my brain is just like questioning if she, if she found out that I didn't complete high school and that I maybe can't have the job anymore. Maybe Starbucks doesn't hire people who haven't finished. Maybe I have to get my GED. Honestly, I might even get my GED at this point if it's because I'm, I'm literally like, I need a job. So anyways, yeah, fuck. It's tough. I wish I didn't have to get it and I hope I don't have to, but yeah. And uh, by the way, I'm, I really don't want to get it. And I also like, like I was just thinking like as my, as my friends were recommending that I get a job at like Lululemon, for example, um, for a whole host of reasons, but I'm like, 
would they even hire, like immediately my thought is, would they even hire a high school dropout? That's always my thought. It's just like such a hole up for me. Anyways, have I even talked on here about how I'm a high school dropout? Oh, by the way, I didn't complete high school because high school is fucking bullshit. Like I can't think of a single reason um, how finishing my final like two credits or whatever would actually be beneficial. It just makes no sense to me. Insanely concerned that this interview process at the Starbucks I am unofficially hired at, um, at Cineplex, will take too long and I end up like, and Fairway Road one ends up calling me and I have to do this like awkward like, hey, communicate with both and then just like, I don't, I just want to deal with one. I just, yeah, I really am not good at the balancing multiple girls, if you will, um, or multiple... Like, I just feel, like, fraudulent when I start doing this type of shit. So, I'm just not down. I'd rather just stick with one location and just go all in on that. Just, like, how I stuck with one company, which was Starbucks. Like, word is so bond to me, it's crazy. I'm, I'm also realizing that this week because it feels like I'm not following through on my truth of and of that interaction if I start interviewing with with Fairway Road, even though Fairway Road one people are a gangster there, but still, I just like, yeah, I just really want one officially to be hired so I can just chill out. Fuck. I am concerned how I'm going to be able to ba balance my time and my energy, um, especially because like now, now working, I'll probably end up doing a lot of morning shifts, which means this is so strange for me, by the way, because like I will have to move my mornings that I appreciate so much and like I always like working in the morning very important to me um but now that's probably gonna move to like later in the day of my power list and stuff like that it's very strange and I'm talking about work like moxie energetics content and stuff like that um it's strange so I don't know how I'm gonna balance all three of these things like I talked about some moxie energetics content starbucks and as well like working out and other shit no idea how I'm gonna do this um, I also have to find out from other people who are doing side hustles like Mikey B, Brian, etc. I want to learn how I can make my energy last and as well like I, I just I'm scared I'm going to be exhausted but it is what it is. I'm super out of money right now so I've, I've got to do this. I like I literally it's a joke right now. I am just so out of money. I'm so in debt. And, but I'm excited that I'm on my way out. It feels really fucking good. I feel like powerful in this way right now. It's fucking nice. Shout out to Source for also helping me so much with this. <sighs> Super behind on content right now. My God. Um, the latest one that's publicly up is 51. I'm currently probably going to post 52 tomorrow as I record this. Obviously, this is 59 that I'm recording. So I'm a bit behind. That's almost two. I think that is two months behind. What the fuck? Crazy. Anyways, I will get there. It's just going to take a little bit, especially because of the new job. This is literally affecting everything, right? That's crazy. It's affecting more things positive than negative, of course. But yeah, I'm also really fucking concerned that they're going to look at my dubstep filled Instagram and be like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Um, and also like, I wish that wasn't the main impression when they check my social media and I'm just like scared in general that people ch would check that and be like, what, like, why? Like we're not hiring this guy, but that's yeah. So for one, that's just like, that would just be inauthentic to try to not do that. But at the same time, 
I've just got to do a better job of filling it with more posts that are meaningful and not just because I just feel like I don't do a good enough job posting in the summer. Like I really suck at posting throughout the summer months. I don't know why. Did the exact same thing last year with podcasts. I don't. It's just it's just strange. I don't know what's up. Podcasts, social, etc. I had a lot of overwhelm with Notion this week. Um, there's just been a lot of areas and I wasn't sure how to design them. And uh, I just hit points where I just didn't want to. Yeah, I'm still hitting this this aspect of it where I hit points where there's just so much in one area and it's not organized properly. And I'm like, this these task systems aren't working. I wish I had. Ta I just wish I had a global task list that would make things so much easier. But it doesn't work like that because it just wouldn't it just wouldn't work like that. Cause it's a to do doing done and that just doesn't work with every Kanban thing I have set up. So that would not work, but, um, there's, yeah, I've just got to figure out something better to design with that. But anyways, a lot of actually design stuff did go well this week. So I'm grateful for that, but slowly but surely getting there and just not trying to put too much pressure on it, but just like designing as I'm going and not trying to make it the main thing has made things a lot easier. Like I sat down for, 30 minutes yesterday and just designed a few things and it was just like, wow, okay, since this is not the main focus anymore, this becomes a lot easier. Very concerned with like how working at Starbucks is going to affect content in that I want to remain 100% 100% transparent and truthful with you guys and just keep it fucking real. And I'm scared that like, am I going to be able to talk about like sex and sexuality and taboo topics? I don't want to have to limit myself. Um, I also would love to talk about like challenges of having a Starbucks and I don't want that to be a problem if that might be a problem. I don't know. Anyways, I just, I want to keep things real. I'm scared it's going to limit me, but we'll find out soon. And, uh, yeah, uh, fear that I won't be able to hold up my end of the deal on things I've agreed to like previously, like shows, by the way, I'm missing so many shows, so devastating, um, just because of Starbucks, but I'm able to figure out my work schedule around that without booking off time. Weddings, trips, etc. Now that I'm working at Starbucks, scared that I'm not gonna be able to follow through on my agreements, especially with Tony's stuff. Oh fuck, I hope I can get that off. Anyways, terrified that I'm gonna fall back into old patterns of of girl stuff, actually. Specifically, um, I've been like really stressing out of like what to do and what to say to counteract these old type of patterns of not making a move not being transparent in my intent and just like caring too much about the words I'm saying, um, which is, yeah, I'm just like, this is funny to say. Anyways, I'm just terrified I'm gonna crumble in person and not make a move because that's happened historically and I don't want that to happen and I don't wanna care so much in the, in the wrong direction, if you will, um, meaning I just care too much and I end up just fucking myself over and being too much in my head and uh, other fears related to that, that I'm not gonna talk about right now, but fears indeed. Where did I grow the most? Oh my God, this is gonna be such a long fucking episode. Guess what though? The right people will listen. Okay, getting a job. Holy fuck, this grew me a ton. Um, from addressing the fears to the breaking of patterns to doing things that scared the living shit out of me. This was so important. It also grew me in a ton of feeling ways. So like, and then, and let's just not even start with the feeling. Let's just start with the like, um, holy fuck. I'm just like, I have literally a million things written down because of how much this actually grew me. Um, it goes beyond 
like the job and part of it is incredible. It's going to help me so much with monetary um, resources, feeling in control of my financial situation. It's going to help me grow with, um, it's like, it's already helped me mentally be like, yo, I am working a job. I'm not just like a deadbeat or whatever. I'm not just like a shitty entrepreneur. I'm actually like eating shit. I feel so good about the idea of like, I haven't earned the right to entrepreneur yet, if you will. And it's just, it is important. It is a fucking earned thing. I could not agree. I, I could not disagree with you more if you are in disagreement with me on that. It's so crucial that you understand that it's a right to be in the game. It is a right to succeed. Anyways, and you have to fucking earn it. So with that being said though, I'm just like, I'm. it's just created a ton of empowerment, excitement, relief. Um, I feel so relieved talking to people if they ask like, yo, what are you doing these days? I can say like, uh, energy work in Starbucks. So you got both there. I can explain energy work and I go, I'll just explain like, hey, like I have Starbucks to pay my bills and I can work on something I'm passionate about. Like I'm so, ah, God, I'm so fucking pumped. I can't wait to fucking start. Um, what else did I write down here? Give me a second. Yeah, I'm so fucking, I'm so app amped that I can work a job that I believe in the mission. I believe in the core values. I love what I'm doing. I love the craft. It'll be fun as fuck. I can build applicable skills I can use anywhere else and not just in Starbucks, but I can like use it throughout all aspects of my life. Crucial. I'm going to learn a metric fuck ton. And uh, yeah, it's just like, it's relieving so much. I feel so empowered on a financial level. I can help pay for rent. I can help pay for groceries. I can help pay for so many things. I can now, after like so many years of just like restricting what I can spend, I can finally have like lunch out. I can finally like, I don't know, like paintball. I don't know why that example came up to mind because I haven't, I have zero desire to spend money on balls and stuff like that. But anyways, I could if I wanted to. I can spend money on tickets to shows and festivals if I so choose. Like there's so many possibilities right now. Um, I feel just so, more, so much more abundant with finances. It feels incredible. I, yeah, there's just like so many reasons. It's crazy right now. Um, and it's not just about like working at Starbucks or working a job per se, which those things are awesome. But, and I'm, I'm grateful for those as well. But it's, it's just about like me stepping into my own power and uh, taking control of my situation and allowing myself to do things that were too scary and and uh, self-sustaining one step at a time. And also like with Moxie Energetics, like I'm allowed, not I'm allowed, I am able to now have the income come somewhere else so I can focus on doing things for free and uh, building that confidence in Moxie Energetics and energy work and stuff like that. There's just so many fucking things, man. I just... Ah, oh, I love it so much. I'm so fucking grateful. Okay, just one more point on financial pressure relief, if you will. Um, it's been such a challenge. Like I've wanted so many things like gym membership or like any payment I had to make was like killing me on the inside anytime I had to make it. And um, like even something was like, oh, I saw, I see like a wire breaking. I'm like, fuck, I can't afford a wire right now. I have literally no cash. And it's just like, it's gotten worse and worse as time goes on as more debt accumulated and it's just like i'm so in debt right now and um now knowing that i have income on the way is like the best feeling it feels so nice it's still not 
changed, but I just feel like it's on the way. And I know that it's coming and I'm going to be able to fix it one step at a time. And, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm so grateful. I'm going to be able to pay for like gym memberships. I'm going to be able to maybe get like a car. If I feel like doing that, I feel like that's the right move. There's so many things and I'm going to like get into this type of situation. Like, um, I could, I just see like everyone leaving soon, <laughs> meaning like I could see Taylor and mom just piecing and then me just being here by, by myself type of thing. Um, I want to be able to just handle rent on my own. Um, all this type of thing. I just feel like I'm taking control of my life at a way higher degree right now. And I'm very, it's just, yeah, it's just growing me a ton to say that, to say the least, at least. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying right now. What the fuck? Facing multiple fears. The, so first off, the Starbucks, when I was going in to talk to each one and introduce myself, that was fucking petrifying. Um, having that pre-interview, if you will, that was petrifying as well. Um, and then texting a girl and telling her that I thought she was cute and that I wanted to invite her to a hike sometime. Yeah, that was the most petrifying of them all, but I did them all. Okay. It's never as scary as I think. I just got to fucking do it. And then after I will feel like it's, it's quite easy. And I wasn't sure what I was stressing about all along. Okay. So in case I didn't already say this, I just want to quickly highlight this fact. It really stresses me the fuck out when people are like, yo, what are you doing these days? Like what's up with work and stuff like that? Like, what are you working on? Um, more so because like I have no results and it's just like, I feel like just a shitty entrepreneur, um, that I just has just let fear cripple them completely. And I just felt like I was living in a dreamland. So to have something like Starbucks to just like, let me chill the fuck out on business for a sec, get clear on my finances. And then at, on the side, work on doing things for free is like so relieving. Okay. So that's one aspect of it. And the other aspect is like, when people ask me now, I can say Starbucks and Mox Energetics and like, I can say multiple things, but I also have like, Hey, he's actually working. He's doing this on the side. That's fine. Like people give less pressure if it's your side thing. And it's just like the mental, like, for example, I'll go to a wedding soon. I really don't want people to ask me, Hey, what are you doing? But now that I have a job, it's like, Oh, uh, I'm working as a barista and I also do energy work. And I also have a podcast. This is way better than just like energy work and podcast. Um, meaning if they ask about energy work, they would be like, Hey, how many clients you have? Like just random show you that. But anyways, it just provides me such peace of mind right now. Okay. While I'm figuring things out. And then again, I can work on Moxie energetics with less pressure and just get out of my fucking fears, which by the way, as I am. So another part of how I'm growing is like, as I'm facing these fears, I'm applying this type of energy to each I'm, I'm just trying to actively break patterns and address fears because they're never as scary as they, as they actually are. So just like taking that time to apply it to, or not taking that time, taking that same type of energy and applying it to things like Moxie Energetics, for example, like that type of, that type of, uh, pattern breaking of the fear of getting a job and doing all that type of shit. I can apply that to reaching out to, 
Um, so me going in and just like applying as well as going in in person and just like getting declined or what have you applying that to DMing as well. And just like, and same thing with girls, like it's all the same type of energy. It's just like fear of rejection. I just need to put it in fucking reps. Yeah. Anyways, I'm fucking rambling in this session so much, but I feel like I grew a ton this week. It was a massive, massive foundational week for me, especially getting out of the house. And it's just like, it's just rejection is not that fucking bad. Nothing's that fucking bad. Nothing fucking matters. Nothing fucking matters. What am I obsessed with right now? Starbucks backstory, 1000%. I fucking love the history of Starbucks. It is so cool. I love what they stand for. I love what Howard Schultz did while he was in the company. He's such a gangster. I will miss you, Howard. Um, such a cool backstory though. Oh my God, I love it. Um, also, Samplifier's new EP on uh, Disciple. So good. Four out of four tracks. When that happens, it's just like, I'm so in awe. And that happened with this as well. Better Balance is probably my favorite of the four, but I was surprised, like I didn't necessarily like all of them at first, but then they quickly, that happened with uh, the other e the EP before that on Never Say Die as well, like I wasn't huge on them, and then they quickly became like complete gems, okay, so good, and then of course, my fucking song, Canine Block, oh god, it's so fucking nice, thank you so much Canine Block, for, I say this like I'm thanking the song, thank you Canine for making that song, because that helped me so much this week, so fucking much. Anyways, Reflections 59 in the books. That I think that came out fucking so long, but fuck it. If people want to listen, they're going to listen. If they don't, that's fine too. I have no fucking clue. Anyways, I hope that episode was gangster. It felt pretty good. It was a lot about job seeking stuff, but that is part of my life right now. So that is why I'm going to talk about it. If you got value from this episode, please do me a favor. Subscribe wherever you're consuming this and uh, do me a favor. Share it with a friend and then also like, comment, and let me know in that comment what your biggest takeaway was. I need to get better at that actionable aspect, but it's getting cleaner each time. Anyways, appreciate you watching and listening so much. As always, my name is Josh Moxie, and I will catch you later. Actually, I'm just gonna fucking leave that, that first point. Leave that first point, okay?